best thing about active investing, in my opinion, is, is you can buy a value add, right? So you can buy something that you can force equity, force appreciation into. You Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Todd? I am doing fantastic, man. We just started February. Crazy already one month into the year, uh, but it's been good so far. You know, one of the things I've really been working on, I, I maybe mentioned this the last time, but I'm going to mention it again, just in case I didn't. Uh, I've been really working on building uh, purposeful relationships, trying to spend a lot of time doing that, making sure that I'm connecting with people uh, that I haven't connected with in a while. If you're one of those people and you're like, Hey, he didn't could reach out to me, go ahead and reach, reach out to me. Uh, because I want to make purposeful relationships. I think that's going to be a, a great path forward. Um, and I'm looking at what types of opportunities are out there, whether they make sense or not. Now I'm not sure. I'm trying not to make sure I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm not getting caught up in that shiny object syndrome, right? So there's a big difference between looking at opportunities and being open for opportunities and shiny object. And now I'm trying not to, I'm trying to make sure that there's that balance there. Right. So, but last week I had just some amazing conversations, met some great people, uh, reconnected with some people that I haven't spoken with in a while. And, uh, you know, I, I really just took some time and reflected on some of those conversations that I've had and really trying to organize it, make sense of them and, and decide, okay, what's, with the conversations I had, what are the ones that I want to be focusing on um, more? And what are the ones that it was a good conversation? It was great to connect, but it's something that wouldn't play into my business. Um, maybe it's just a good relationship to keep in contact with and be, you know, a, a network and a friend, friend with, but um, maybe it's not a business opportunity. So just uh, been taking time to do that. That's been great. The other thing I've really been focusing on is is my um, my health, my eating, and my just exercise and making sure you know I'm I'm staying up with that. So that's been a really good big focus for for me, and it's been going really well. So it's been awesome. Nice. How about you? Anything uh, anything new? Yeah, like like you, I've been uh, you know meeting some new people and and connecting with old acquaintances. Uh, I really like finding ways that I can add value to other people right now. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes it's just introducing them to somebody else that I know that uh, could be useful for them. Yeah, absolutely. That's that can be huge, right? Sometimes we don't have necessarily value we can add by like doing something right? Maybe they don't need us to help them with something, but it could be a simple just connection. And that that can add a lot of value to somebody. Oftentimes that can add more value than us even doing things for them. So uh, yeah, those, those, the right connections, just the right uh, figuring out, okay, what were their needs and how can I fill those uh, is really huge. So what, what are we talking about today, uh, Matt? Well, we're going to be talking about passive uh, versus active investing. Passive versus active. So I, 
I hear it a lot, you know, should I be passive? Should I be active? And I think there's, by the way, I think there's a lot of confusion between what passive investing is and what active investing is. I think people have different definitions of it. And I just want to clarify what my opinion of passive versus active, and you can tell us yours. Well, maybe why don't you just start with your definition? What do you think a passive investment is? What do you think an active investment is? Uh, I think it's, it depends on like how much work I'm doing. Like if I'm not doing any work and other people are doing all the work, then that is definitely passive. And I'm just taking the uh, money that's being deposited into my bank account uh, monthly or quarterly. Uh, that is something I love, but active is also great too, because uh, it's where you have more control. You're doing more work. Uh, you're, you know, making the direction of the property or properties go in the direction that you want. Uh, but uh, that takes more effort on your part. A lot of times you get more rewards as a result of that though. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and I agree. I mean, passive investing is truly passive investing, right? It's not, you're, you're not actually out there doing the work. You're not finding the properties. You're, you're not um, dealing with the property management companies. You're not dealing with the tenants. You're not dealing with the maintenance. You're not dealing with the decision-making. That, in my opinion, is passive investing. And active investing is when you are doing that type of stuff. Now, I'm a big advocate for both. I've got hundreds of investors and they're passive. And, and I also am passive in some investments as well. And I think that's a great avenue and absolutely should be a part of everybody's portfolio when the time is right. Active investing, I'm obviously a big part of that too. I mean, that's basically most of what I, the bulk of what I personally do. That's how I built my entire portfolio. And I'm a big advocate of that as well for the right people. Mo, you know, some people it's just never going to be right for, but and if, but if it, if it is, I'm a big advocate as well. And so that's one of the biggest things though, what I just last said, you've got to really think about who you are, what you want out of it. And uh, you know, what your lifestyle right now is in which one is best, right? Is passive best or is active best? And oftentimes we try to fit this, um, you know, this, this square peg into a round hole, vice versa. You know, we try to do something that we feel is the right path because we were told it's the right path, but yet it's the wrong way to go for our lifestyle. So you got to really think about who you are, you know, and, and what you're truly trying to achieve before you decide, okay, I want to be active or passive. I think that's yeah. important. Exactly. Uh, do you have the capacity or interest to handle those problems that come up in real estate that we talked about last week? Because there are going to be many, like you're going to have tenants that don't pay or some people you're going to have to evict and uh, the building, you know, like the roof could fall off. I mean, all sorts of stuff. And if you're active, then you're the one that might be addressing all that stuff or you have the property management uh, that you're overseeing to make sure that they're handling that stuff. By the way, I wanted to dispel some things. People think that our passive income for real estate. So first of all, I hear a lot of people saying, I'm building passive income through buying real estate. Well, if you're actively the one buying, if you're actively the one managing, you're not passively building income, you're actively building income, right? You're creating a job and it might not be a full-time job, but it still is work, right? You're not creating passive, fully passive income. Now, could it, could it turn very much more passive as you build systems and processes and create a business? Absolutely. But 
at, at least at this point in time, it's not passive. Turnkey properties, buying turnkey properties. I hear a lot of people, they're going to go buy turnkey properties because it's passive. That is not passive. I'm sorry. It is not passive. Yes. Do you control some of the things? So you like it? Yes. But it's not passive income. And, and quite frankly, I don't think you control very much because you give somebody else the power to choose the property, to choose the neighborhood, to choose everything and to tell you this is a good deal. And then you go and buy it just because it's just because you have that thing in your personal name doesn't mean you control it. It controls you because it's probably not making much cash flow. Somebody else did all the decision making for you. And by the way, you've got a loan in your personal name that is, you know, they're going to go after you if things don't work. And so that I want to dispel like turnkey, in my opinion, is not passive at all. It's active. And it's, uh, in my opinion, probably one of the worst ways to invest. And I know some people that do turnkey and that's their, their business. And uh, sorry that I just said that, but my opinion, you're not creating some of the power that we have when we buy real estate actively. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before the value add component is what you and I both love because yeah. that's, you know, so much power. You can create value out of nowhere uh, just through your own mind and efforts. Uh, turnkey investments, they're, you know, good if you're looking for a you know, low work sort of property with, uh, but don't mind the low return at the same time. But uh, yeah, it's not for me either. But what's good about that? Why uh, have a property that is low return that you have to take responsibility for what you can get when you can invest passively for the same or better returns and be completely passive? Well, I mean, if it's outperforming your stock portfolio, uh, then that might uh, uh, be appealing. But I mean, I, I'm I, <laughs> you're, you're asking me to argue a point that I don't like. Myself, <laughs> so, so there's, I there's think, money to be uh, made in it, but you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, there, there's money to be made in selling toilet paper too. If you're exploring the different ways to invest in real estate, then you got to check out my new book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes, reviews, and condenses over 20 top real estate books to help give you an understanding of the full spectrum of real estate investing very quickly. So buy it today on Amazon by searching for Book About Real Estate by Matt Jones. So I think the, the best thing about active investing, in my opinion, is, is exactly what you just said. You can buy value add, right? So you can buy something that you can force equity, force appreciation into. You can take something and you can do a renovation. You can cut expenses. You can add a unit. You can do something that's going to create value that wasn't there before. And here's the even better power of active. So you do that, you create equity. And then what do you do? You refinance that property and pull all or some of your equity out with, of course, being conscientious of how much your loan is and how much your cash flow still is. But if you're able to do that, that is the most powerful and quickest way to wealth being an active investor. We can take our, let's say we take $75,000, we pour it into this property, we we do the, the work to get it done. Maybe we maybe we're not physically doing the work, but we're hiring the contractors and we're managing that process. 
it gets done and then we can refinance. We could take that $75,000 and we can take it all, put it all back in our pocket and rinse and repeat. Now that is building active wealth. That's powerful if you can actually do that. In my opinion, there's no better way to do that. Passive investing can't touch that. Um, you know, investing in turnkey properties, nowhere even close to that. You know, there's, there's no better way if you can do that. Now, it is a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. There is risk involved, right? And it, in every market, it necessarily can't be done at all times. In the Twin Cities right now, this is a difficult thing to do. Can you do it? Yeah, you could, you know, but, but it's not going to be every property. And it's, it's very difficult to do. And your returns right now have been, have been uh, going down substantially or have gone down substantially since when I did it. So it's a different kind of animal right now, but that is a great active way to invest in my opinion. Yeah, I think you had a great point uh, of uh, like with active investing, you're going to get your hands dirty. Uh, you're going to have those trials and tribulations to handle. If, if uh, you know somebody here who's listening to our podcast, uh, if you have a full-time job or business that really uh, takes up all your time and, and energy and focus and you love it though, but and so you don't really have the time to uh, actively invest in real estate, then maybe passive investing is the way for you to go because then yeah. you can still get the benefits of real estate ownership uh, and the cash flow without having to do all that work yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, you can do both, mm -hmm. right? So I know a lot of people that they've got good W-2 income coming in and they want to passively invest, but they want to become real estate investors. So there's, there's plenty of people that invest in my deals. They invest one, two, maybe three times into my deals. And they're just doing it for the sake of learning. They, they want to learn. Of course, they want to make money on their money, right? They're doing it for passive income. But the biggest reason they're doing it is to learn. So they're coming along for the ride. They'll even come and tour the properties with me. They'll come to due diligence with me. They'll uh, jump on asset management calls. They'll be a part of it. They're seeing all our monthly emails, our, our, you know, all our financial statements, all that kind of stuff. And so they can get an understanding of what's being done behind the scenes, uh, essentially a free education, even better. They're getting paid for that education. Um, and they're learning at the same time while at this time, maybe they're the season of their investing is buying duplexes. Uh, but eventually they want to start buying, you know, hundred, 200 unit buildings. So I know many people that are doing that. They're building up their, their passive income, uh, through that they're building up some active income through buying duplexes and quads and stuff like that. And then eventually that's going to replace their income. So you can do both. And I know other people that look, they just have awesome jobs. They love their job and they're making so much money in their job. Why would they ever leave it? And so, and they just want to be passive, completely passive. They've, I've talked to many people who've realized like, I can't buy a duplex. It makes no sense for me to buy a duplex because it just, it just takes up all my time and I enjoy my job and then I enjoy my life after my job and I don't want to compromise that. So I just want to passively invest in your deals and they've discovered that. I think that's, that's the smart way to, to do it. That's what I'm talking about when you've got to figure out what works for you. Um, I cringe when I hear people that 
have these awesome jobs and they love them and they're buying, they're going in and buy a, you know, one duplex. And it's like, what are you doing? You don't, you don't even know what you're, you know. And, and by the way, I'm, I'm a, I'm an advocate of going big and you don't have to go massive. But I think that if you're going to be an active investor, you should be buying. If, if you're going to actively invest, you should be buying multiple properties. And I'm talking like 10, 20, 100 units. Okay. I think the more, the better you can create systems. You can replace yourself. If you've got a duplex or three duplexes, you cannot replace yourself. So you always have active income. You always have to be there. If you buy, you know, 20 duplexes, 10 duplexes, now we can create more systems and we could potentially replace ourselves. Yeah, it's just more efficient to the economy of scale. The more units, the easier they are to manage per unit uh, and the more profits you're going to have in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you got to, again, you got to look at what's best for you. Um, but yeah, there, there's no, look, there's no right or wrong. It, it just, it depends on the, the person. And again, I do both. Like I, I have passive investments. I have active investments and and I, uh, I do both. I, I think there's power in both. Uh, one of the, and I, I actually do both for, for multiple reasons, right? I, I, I passively invest to passively have my, my money make some, some money without me touching it, but also to learn. I, I invest with other companies that I truly believe in and I want to learn from them and that helps me become a better investor as well. Right. It helps me become a better operator. And so I think that's really important for myself. So active investing lets you expand your wealth uh, quickly, whereas passive investing allows you to maintain your wealth, but also learning at the same time, if, if that's what you want. Look, there's, there's no, way so so passive investing um yeah sure can can as a as a passive investor you got to expect to make you know 15 20 percent annualized return on your money that's good maybe you make more maybe you even make 30 or 40 percent that's great maybe you even make more maybe you make 50 percent annualized return that's awesome but if you're an active investor you can absolutely blow the doors on it if you do it right, but you can absolutely do the opposite too. It's a lot easier. In my opinion, it's a lot easier to go up really high or down and lose everything. As a passive investor, you've got the floors and ceilings. Now, could you lose everything? Absolutely. You have to be aware of that still. But the if you're investing in good companies that have good track records that do things the right way, your chances are, are small to lose everything. Uh, but again, your chances are small to get 50, 60, 70% return on investment. There's many of properties, you know, I have actively invested in, and I've been able to double, triple, even quadruple my money in a fairly short period of time. Um, I shouldn't say many, there's some properties, you know, most of them aren't that great, but some of them are, and that's where you can build the real wealth. Yeah. Another key difference is that uh, with passive investing, you're using your own money. Whereas with active investing, you're able to leverage other people's money. 
to make money off of that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, with active investing, and that's how I started. I've been, ever since I started doing the active investing, um, that's, that's all I've known. I've used other people's money to help invest. And we've partnered together in one way, shape or form. I've made them money. And in return, uh, because of their money, I was able to make money. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to do it. And so, yeah, absolutely. You can leverage other people's money. You can get in with, with passive investing. You have to have, you know, let's call it $50,000 with active investing. Does it help to have 50 K? Yeah, absolutely. But do you have to No. you know, you can call up Matt Jones and ask him if he wants to partner with you. And Matt Jones will happily give you $50,000 of his money. And, uh, you know, then you can make it. So call Matt, well, Matt, what's your phone number? No. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, if it's a good deal and I trust you, I'll, I'll invest with you. But yeah, there you go. Well, cool. I mean, we we could continue on, but I think the main point is: look, you got to realize what's best for you. You got to really think about that and think about the opportunities out there. In my opinion, there's no there's no point in investing in, in active investing if it's not going to at least outperform passive investing. Why not just do passive? Um, you can still learn from passive. You can still um, get great returns with passive, but with active investing, again, if, you, if this is what you want to do and you want to create a business, well, obviously you have to actively invest and you can do really well with it. Oh, great conversation. Hopefully our listeners have gotten some value out of this. Yeah. Oh, they have no, no questions. All right, man. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day and you make every day a Saturday. Thanks. Hey, you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.